shit. So, hey guys. What's up? What's up? How you guys doing? You guys good? Yeah. Uh, very excited. Just expecting the worst from us. I trust that you expect the worst from us. <laughs> In the most common. Fuck, I forgot to bring stickers. I had some stickers. <laughs> stickers for, uh... I said it last time. Fridge. For the fridge. For the fridge. Or the table. Or... I had one that says, abuse an animal, go to jail. Jesus, <laughs> it's a very serious sticker. I, just, I was like, you made it sound serious. My God. You still don't have that book from, uh... Oh, the no, shit story, do you? That was cool. <laughs> it was just a bunch of black stickers with white lettering phrases on them. Was <laughs> just the... Some of the phrases were kind of cool, but just a lot of them were just the dumbest shit of, like, edgy hot topic. Trying to think of, like, an edgy great. hot topic fucking saying that could I, be put on one of those stickers. I don't even remember, but all of them were great. <laughs> just, like... Smoke grass, eat ass! I don't know. Yeah, That's all I can Yeah. Um, yeah, any of those things. Uh, <laughs> That's the first thing that popped in my head. I'm sure there was a spaghetti monster one in it. Oh, probably. Yes. Um, All hail the spaghetti monsters. Uh, like that. Remember they gave it like like an acronym? Uh, Flying Spaghetti Monster, FSM. Yeah. yeah, that's it, yeah. I love when atheists try to get involved in Israel-Palestine. Oh, and God. they try to act like they're all stupid for believing in gods and stuff like that's the that's the <laughs> that's, one thing. that's the key that's the that, thing that that's really def- you know that's definitely what's happening like a Palestine's like Allah and then you know, Jewish guys like I forgot what their name for God is God <laughs> God <laughs> it's Jehovah. A, is it Jehovah yeah and then that's it and then you just start fighting yep that's how it works yep <laughs> that's it. I was like I think it's funny that now more people have an opinion about that. And I noticed that the more people that, like, aren't getting vaccines and voted for Trump are like, yeah, Israel's cool. Well, it's the right-wing position. Yeah, it's because like... um, it's, it's we're at least here now seeing police brutality and BLM, and then you see the videos of happening over there. It's the same, same, shit. same exact, like, kind of one-for-one one there of police brutalizing all these innocent people. So mm. I think people are starting to make the connection there doesn't help that benny is like what would have been our worst case scenario for trump Mm -hmm. if like he actually had ambitions of just maintaining power forever he He has the organization that netanyahu he has the organization that the trump team didn't have where all the trump team is too obsessed with doing crimes and blaming each other for the crimes (laughs) (laughs) benny's people all do the crimes together it's a united (laughs) a united criminal enterprise is what you need well i'm sorry can you guys refresh me who benny is benny netanyahu the prime minister of israel for like the last 20 years they have together they have democracy there yet one guy keeps winning all the elections all the time yeah even oh, when he loses, he still wins. Yeah. Funny how uh, we saw that he lost by a million votes, but uh, we think it's best. Funny how d- democracy works. Um, right. I like how they still say the only democracy in the Middle East weren't Americans going to Iraq for what? what? Yeah, and after <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. what were we doing there for twenty years? Yeah, I thought that like, uh, yeah. make them make them a free country. <laughs> I thought that was the bitch. I'm like, oh no. 
It's funny because then like it uh, just reminds me of when you tell a kid a lie about what you're doing and then you forget about the lie. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus is real. Now, quick, get in the car. We're going uh, to the store to buy some things. Buy some things. We're going to the store. You point definitely out. not, definitely not your Christmas present, but <laughs> just something you like. We're gonna point things out. So those are sta- sad state of world affairs. You gave us yeah. a very happy album. This is great to, like, yeah. <laughs> to discuss Jesus instead. Christ, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Let me let me get this thing going. Not exactly radio. Hey, what's up? It's your boy Benny K, along with Tony. Uh, not really lonely right now, Tony. Not really lonely right now, Tony. And of course, Kevin gives me. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's up, Kevin G? Kevin G. You can actually. Uh, like ooh, Kevin G. <laughs> All-timer movie right there. Oh, man. Love me, girls. All right. I haven't seen that for a long time. Classic. Um, Anyways. Thank you so much for... This was good uh, uh, lawn work music. Absolutely. I, I put it on yeah. my stump. I put it on my stump uh, and we started uh, cleaning out the backyard, yeah. doing the weeds, yeah. clearing a bunch of shit and was playing it. I felt like such a dad. It was cool. <laughs> I mean, I had the same vibes except it was cleaning my apartment yesterday. was threw that on and got dishes done, uh, wiped down the stove of the ocean of grease I had built up there. Oh, no. The ocean of grease. <laughs> it, it was bad. I'm terrible in maintaining a clean apartment. Date me, please. Date I, me, such, please. I'm such an eligible bachelor. <laughs> so, uh, what are we even talking about? So, we are talking about Possessed by Paul James' 2013 album, There Will Be Nights When I'm Lonely. And, uh, yeah. Who is Possessed by Paul James? Possessed by Paul James is a gentleman named Conrad Wirt. He's actually, I'm mistaking you earlier, I said he was from Texas. He's actually from Florida. I should have realized that because he has a song on his Florida newest man. album. He has a song on his newest album called um, From Southwest Florida. Like I'm like, damn it, I should have made that connection that he's from Florida. I'm still and, claiming cultural appropriation, but at least that one's a little bit better. Well, the thing is, he's from Florida, but he actually lives in Kerrville, Texas right now. He actually just ran for like a, um, a position. I forgot what. I think it was to do with education because he's a, he's a special ed teacher in, uh, in that county. Um, and he's very passionate about it. And like, you can hear that in his songs and stuff like that, too. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, I brought you guys There Will Be Nights When I'm Lonely. This is kind of when I first discovered Possessed by Paul James. Uh, he got the name Paul James from a combination of his grandfather's name and his father's name, I believe. I know his grandfather's name is in there. Um, but yeah. His grandfather's name was Possessed. His, yes. <laughs> <laughs> his father's middle name was By. <laughs> We've been lying to the whole time. His name is actually just Paul James. Yeah, like... <laughs> um, this has been one of your guys for a yes, while. Yeah. He's been one of your boys. You gotta talk about. You gotta tell us the glass nickel pizza. I see. It's I always, a story. I feel like I tell you guys all the time, and I feel like I probably said on the show a billion well, times too. Also, we have like seventy episodes, each totaling an hour. So uh, seventy hours, eighty hours of footage. You can <laughs> go you probably skim through it. Dropped. You yeah. can once in a while uh, retell a story. But hey, yeah. you know, uh, whoever's it's, like every episode is somebody's first episode. So that's true. This is, and whoever's true. like writing the not exactly radio chronology in some random country that just took an interest in us, <laughs> they're gonna be like, "This is the third time he's mentioned." I was like, this story. "I can't believe I am done with this group." If they fucking say that possessed <laughs> by Paul gonna, James story he's again, gonna add all these footnotes. Our Wikipedia is gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be like really <laughs> likes three bands, <laughs> a thousand footnotes. Yeah. 
God. It'll be great. It'll be great. Uh, but no, the thing about uh, Possessed by Paul James, it was, um, I was having a rough time up in Green Bay for a little bit. It was like my little, like, last little stint up there before I moved to Milwaukee. Uh, and, uh... I was working at Glass Nickel Pizza, and I saw a flyer for a show that was going on across the street. We were by uh, this bar um, that uh, did a lot of shows, or does a lot of shows still. Um, they made it through the panty. They they did, but I think they were like, I'm not sure. I don't want to say the bar's name just in case it was the right bar or the wrong bar I'm about to describe here. But, like, there was one bar up in Green Bay that kept doing shows throughout the pandemic, and it's like, yeah. I, I do kind of recall seeing flyers and being like, huh? I know. What year is it? I know. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if that was the bar. I don't want to give it the wrong name either way. So either way, uh, uh, Possessed by Paul James, Conrad Word, he was playing across the street. It was on this random poster that was in our bar or in our restaurant, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to check out some of these bands. Uh, and I checked him out, and I was like, holy fucking shit. This would be a pretty cool show to see. So... You know, he was there once, and I couldn't see him because, uh, because I was working, um, of course. And then it was—it just so happened that night I was like looking into this guy some more, and I saw like you know a picture of him and everything. And then all of a sudden, this dude walks in the glass mm-hmm. nickel pizza, and I was like pretty sure it was that dude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not sure though. I don't know. And I was—I <laughs> was like not bartending that night too. And he sat at the bar. I was actually a server that night, and I was like, son of a bitch, the one time I'm not bartending. Uh, so what I did was, cause I saw him, mm-hmm. I started playing his fucking music on our radio just to see if I can get a reaction. And I like, st- I turned it on and as soon as it like started playing, I just looked at him and I was, I was like trying not to be a creep, but I like looked at him and he didn't react. And I was like, I was, I stood there for like two minutes staring at this dude and I was like, he didn't react at all. And I was like, this must not be him. No, that's not him. So I just continued doing, uh. My service stuff, and uh, that dude that was at the bar went on his way, and then the bartender came up to me, and she was like, hey, uh, do you know that guy that was at the bar? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. And he just said, or she said that he came up to her and was just like, hey, uh, who put on this music? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she said it was one of the servers, and he's like, this is, this is me. This is my music. I'm playing across the street. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why did you just react? I wanted to say hi and everything. Um... So, you know, missed opportunity there. But luckily, like, a couple months later, he came back to Green Bay. And uh, he came back into Glass Nickel Pizza. And I was like, I, I went up to him, like, I know it's you this time. I'm not going to fucking... I know it's you. I know it's you this time. And then he said, hey, what's up? You know, he talked to me for a little bit. And I just, like, told him how much I appreciated his music and everything. And, oh, that was really it. Like, he's just a, a good dude. And he was just traveling by himself. And for, like, one... Like, he does have an entire band. But he... Uh, I think he does with his family every once in a while. But, like... On his own, this guy is like a ball of energy, and he definitely does it in his performances, and I really hope that, I know he's starting to get some tour dates back up here, and I really hope he comes back through Milwaukee again, um, or at least comes through Milwaukee, I should say, because uh, I'd like you guys to come to that show, because it, it, it's it's really good on its own. Um, but yeah, uh, we're talking about There Will Be Nights When I'm Lonely, and uh, I, you know, I met him about three years after this album came out. And he just, he put on a hell of a show, and he was really nice to everybody, like, real down-to-earth dude, and you could really, like, tell that in his songs, like, that really, uh, um, what am I trying to say here, like, that you can really feel that in his songs, like, just how down-to-earth he is, because he's, he does have, he likes to have a lot of fun, like, there's songs on here, like, called Dragons, and we'll be listening to this very soon, actually, maybe I should just turn it on, probably turn it on, on. alright, we'll get it going here. Uh... To kind of piggyback on that, there there's an earnestness to his vocal yes. delivery. Yeah. Uh, 
where it feels very impassionate with every line that he delivers. But like, he, he keeps saying that he's a really cool guy, and actually, I was thinking just how dumb it would be if he like turned out to be just like this super asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the biggest he asshole. Was, like, and I was like, yeah, this is my music. Could you turn it off, please? I actually don't want anyone listening to this. This is, this is garbage. I'm only doing this for the paycheck. I'm like, hey, wow. Did you guys pay to put this on here? I'm like, fucking, I'm like, oh my god. I mean, you gotta, you gotta love people that keep this folk tradition alive. It's very yeah. much a folk tradition of got some songs uh, that singer-songwriter uh, got some songs and a guitar and a banjo he plays everything but uh, and I'm just gonna tour the states and sing my songs it's, like I really I really gotta love that that's keeping that alive mm-hmm. still it's super good because it ain't the hardest life <laughs> it ain't the easiest life <laughs> I was like damn Tony hardest called this guy out right <laughs> here the easy, it ain't the easiest this slacker over here <laughs> I'm assuming, I'm assuming being an educator makes the tour dates a little easier in the summer to book, right. but out, you know, not the money. <laughs> well, that's the thing. When uh, when I was trying to get him on the show a couple years ago here, um, mm-hmm. when he was passing through, but then all of a sudden he got a little he got a little too big for us. I, I I don't I don't mean it like that, but I mean like he did get signed somewhere and like we had to go through an email and then I never really heard it back, which is just fine. I get it. Um, fuck, where was I going with it? I don't know. But either way, like with. With Possessed by Paul James, I was able to like pick up on a couple other um, awesome folk artists like uh, Willie T. Taylor. Um, he's got a good album there. Like I, um, I know there's a song called A Brand New Game, which I think you guys might enjoy because it's about baseball and stuff. Uh, and it's like it's slower paced, but it, like I don't know, like the story behind it's really cool and everything. And um, a bunch of other folk musicians that are just awesome. And like it's interesting because like I, you know. You can like hear elements of like almost like a punk sound to it as well, and I think like, like all music is kind of like, like any, together. But yeah, in your real good singer songwriter, there's so many. There's elements of folk. There's the blues we got. Um, country, country, got, uh, bluegrass. Yep, we got it all here. Like I heard a lot of in the second half when we get to that. Uh, a lot of Bob Dylan. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of that. Yeah. Just. I'm gonna let my the emotion of my voice carry this uh, story through the whole thing, and like I said, it's awesome dad yeah. music when yeah. I'm <laughs> having playing on my stump and I'm pulling shit and yeah. the dog's laying there. Oh, that was perfect. This guy's telling me a story about uh, yeah. nights where he's lonely. Yeah. It was uh, Bob Dylan and then Frank Turner. Frank Turner. Oh, yeah, there you go. to mind. There you go. Got a few of the tracks here. Talk about another good singer. Song that uh, that has made it around. Bring a little of that punk energy to this country folk yeah. music. Love Iron Song, man. That's a perfect album. It's, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> All my uh, vinyl albums are undefeated, but man, <laughs> that's an undefeated album. Um, it, I think for that one, it has that perfect. It's part of his life where he was still naive, but he mm. learned some things. Mm. So is in his songs right. I still have some stuff to learn but I've learned some stuff now and I think that's always an interesting uh, place in somebody's life when they're singing about that yeah I mean even you get that <clears throat> here too where he's looking back at his life yeah I would say you, like you notice a lot of different things where uh, in his albums he mostly he, he talks about like in Hurricane he talks about uh, mostly like the education uh, his teaching uh, um, career and everything and 
songs we used to sing, like reflection is a big thing in a lot of his songs. And uh, and I think that's a big thing theme in singer-songwriters right. in general, because it's such a powerful thing. Right. It's still always just, you know, it's still like, now I'm sitting here writing a song looking back. Um, it, it, it's, it, it, we all do that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, I think think that's always those themes that really work is when you're uh, well you're just looking for the emotions that everybody's felt at one point or another and you're just putting a guitar to it yeah, yeah. sing the songs about the good times sing the song about the better times <laughs> are you uh gonna get some chumbawamba <laughs> in here i saw you looking around I'm like you want us to fucking sing chumbawamba right now don't you vodka drink a whiskey drinks. drinks and when i have to pee i use a kitchen sink <laughs> the Benny K remix. No, that is a Homer Simpson remix. I can't even take that. I can't even take that joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Simpsons undefeated. Undefeated. Well, actually, very different. I was gonna say Plus. like I haven't really seen any yeah. of the newer stuff. They're they're the Chicago Bulls. The 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 the, the, the glory years were Jordan and everything after post Jordan, where it's just like, oh god, the Chicago Bulls exist. <laughs> oh god, the Simpsons still are still making. Oh no. Somebody put them out of their misery, please. I, I do, I will say, I do still watch, like, the Halloween episodes. Like, they're still... I mean, they're... they're it's Treehouse of Horror yeah. does do a pretty decent job with its parodies. So. Right. Oh, yeah. It's still good. Yeah. It's still good. Those episodes, I feel, write themselves a little bit yeah. at this point. So. This is true. You yeah. can't, uh... You can't fuck it up too well, bad. They really can't. <laughs> and, uh... It's kind of funny. Knock on wood. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we just jinxed it this year. I think this is wood. We're gonna go with it. Did they make uh, Lisa hate cancel culture? Or was that that like weird episode a year or two ago? <sighs> yeah. Oh, they they made, with like, a poo. Oh, okay. I remember hearing about that whole thing. And then they made Lisa like complain that basically cancel culture. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, where it's like, yes, Lisa Simpson would be the one. Yeah, I was like, I feel like you're yeah. wrong one here. <laughs> it's because they, you know. I like how just like, I know we talked about this before, but like any sort of thing where someone gets in trouble for anything, they're like, cancel culture, like right away. Especially like a guy that gives steroids to horses, <laughs> cancel culture. His, his horse was canceled. Yeah, yeah because you cheated, that's Since why. Since <laughs> when was horse racing thought to be such a heinous activity? <laughs> this has been the most honest sport <laughs> in its 300 year history. I'm waiting for like fucking Mark McGuire to come out and saying like he was canceled years ago before it was cool. Uh, it's just the brain rot Barry that Bonds. caused uh, everyone too that uh, Aaron Tyler's Hernandez. Game... Sorry, that's a that's a dark <laughs> joke. That's a dark joke. <laughs> he canceled himself. He did. That's. Oh. I'm sorry. That's a terrible joke. I'm sorry. It was in my mind. I'm like, I have to say this dark joke real quick. Yeah, you don't need to apologize that bad. He killed people. Well, that's that's also true. I forgot about that part. <laughs> Probably more than one. Yeah. One for sure, but uh, yeah. Anyways, you were saying uh, that <laughs> Donald Glover was talking about people not being super creative anymore and taking chances with television production and movie and script writing, and they weren't doing anything with TV like that anymore because they're afraid of getting canceled. Mm -hmm. 
And of course, everyone is like... Oh, everyone blew up. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, hey, you can't do anything edgy anymore because of cancel culture. What he it's just like, no, literally, like, literally meant your show is canceled because it's too experimental. <laughs> like, that's that's the phrase they used to call like before, edgy television. Before. Like, your, your show got canceled. I remember when when he said that, like, my phone blew up and it was just like, Donald, or Danny, damn, fucking Donald Glover. God damn it. Fucking said that cancel culture's a problem, and I'm like, I don't know. By the way, Danny Glover's cool. Yeah, they're both cool. He's with it. Yeah, Donald Glover's son. Uh, (laughs) He made that. He made that joke. He made that joke on the stand-up. That is pretty good. (laughs) He's like, yes, Danny Glover is my son. (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, like yeah, he meant literally getting canceled. That's but that's so funny. Cause I mean, you take a show Atlanta, and yeah, it, it, it goes off the beaten path for episodes. Cause I remember right. when I was watching it, being taken aback, cause like, oh, nobody else is in this episode, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it might throw a viewer off. Like, even stuff like that. So I could understand even that's a risk of like uh, only one of the main characters are in this one. Right. Yeah. It like, has nothing to do with anybody else. I remember specifically that one episode where uh, Don Glover is that white dude, that old white dude. Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit! Like, that's such a weird episode. Such a good fucking episode. But though. who's the who's the counterpart in that episode? Who's the other? He's a. Uh, it's it's not the it's not. Um, God damn it! I can't think of the rapper's name. Paperboy. Paperboy. It's not Paperboy. It's not Donald Glover. It's the other guy. Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. Stanfield's it's character. I was gonna say <laughs> I don't remember Stanfield's <laughs> like, character right now. Like I can't think of his name. It's but been yeah. too long. I was gonna say that's the problem. It's with not like Atlanta's Wesley. It's like, it's like Wesley. It's something like this. Oh my god. Either way, I think that guy's a fantastic. Actor. Oh no, he's amazing. Um, and Stanfield's I, amazing. Yeah. And I think like, he, I think that episode, like, was perfect for him and this fucking weird-ass character that Donald Glover made up. And I also like uh, Paperboy with his barber. barber. Oh, yeah, that fucking <laughs> guy. He just wants a fucking air <laughs> He's like, oh, just come with me for one second. It'll be just a minute. He's wearing a cape the entire, like, episode, basically, because he just wants his cut. God, that was a good that one. That was cool episode. Uh, a solo episode. Dear God. That was a great episode. God, I hope they make more. Are they having another season coming yeah. up? Yeah, there's a plan, uh, too. It's just... I could have sworn they were shooting seasons three and four simultaneously mm-hmm. uh, right okay. now, but like I don't know that it's going to be I mean, on TV. I think it's going straight to Hulu because obvious. that's how FX yeah. basically runs now. That's cool because obviously uh, Rona messed that up, but then right, you know, right. they're also all three of them are very busy. <laughs> yeah, it just happened are. that all three of them were like perfectly cast as their roles, and then also became three of the biggest actors. Yeah. Cause on top been, of uh, then also Childish Gambino as a musical project. For our entire year, whatever, it was great. Godzilla as a podcast. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Got an alpha representing podcasters here. Yeah, Paperboy! He, he was good, dude. I, when I saw him, I got jacked. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Paperboy right there! And he's uh, in a turtle, so he's going to be doing all of that uh, press work here coming mm-hmm. fall. So... Uh, <laughs> You know, we, we had a good representative podcast. There's very faithful representation. <laughs> we are all as cool as Brian Tyree. Yeah, that's all of us. That's all of us. <laughs> I remember getting to that scene where he's like, hey, do you drink tap water? And I was like, fuck, I do drink tap water. <laughs> I guzzled tap water. Walkie <laughs> water's good stuff. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, it is good. That's it why used to be have... so bad that the, <laughs> government, the, the government came down on us and was like, hey, you need to fix this shit. <laughs> All right, we did. We're getting a little off track here. 
But uh, we're kind of going back here to. We're getting you back wanna, down you here. Wanna on go, Earth. You want to go back down here on Earth? Exactly. <laughs> but like that's a, this is kind of like it. Like it's just more reflection songs, and I think like the these three songs, the uh, songs we used to sing back down here. This on reminds Earth, me heavy. of like waking up after a great weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. That ain't actually Except your this life. Is, this is way too nice, though, to be like a Monday. That's uh, right. It's going to be a Tuesday. There okay. you go. <laughs> After a long yeah, Okay. So you have to get through that part to get back down here on Earth yeah. on a Tuesday. Okay. I get it. I get uh, it. Checking out his plays, like I said, congrats on that 2.5 mil on Hurricane. Oh, yeah. That's For a his... small artist touring the States, that's awesome. Yeah. And like I said, like he's, he's been doing a lot of things. Like... He just came out with his most recent al album last year, uh, which is pretty good. And uh, he had a documentary, I think it was in 2018, or maybe it was recently, um, where it was called When It Breaks, and it's just traveling uh, around the country, uh, talking about his tours. He's doing his, uh, talking about his teaching career and like how it is in the special education. Um, and. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah, you can have a sticker if you'd These like. These are fucking awesome! Oh my god, distraction. <laughs> you remember me when I was a baby! Distraction. Remember the sticker machines? <laughs> yes, I do remember the sticker machines. Ben has lots of those old my, holographic stickers. My, my buddy, I was going to say, because podcasting is a visual medium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so everyone what knows. What Tony's looking at here is uh, some WCW. Uh, it's like when Mitch Hedberg stickers. was doing visual jokes <laughs> during hey man, one of his nice comedy. Shade, man. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? <laughs> It's a nice shirt. Uh, did you all see that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my, my buddy Dan, he gave that to me as like a, a bachelor present. Fuck yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan's cool. I'm actually seeing him later today. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, this song. Oh, yeah, Bob Dan. It's like our friend Bob, Bob, so I call him Dan. Or, or, oh, yeah. Dan. <laughs> That's right. It does come with like, is that? Is it just because they're bald? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, fine. That's why a lot of babies look like Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but who was the guy in the books that looked like Bob? Chris Middleton. Chris okay. Middleton. It was. I was going to say like, actually like, does that, look like that, Bob. I know that is crazy. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I told Bob that. <laughs> or is Bob White Chris? Yeah. That it sounds, goes both ways. Sounds, yeah. <laughs> There's White Chris and Black Bob. <laughs> Same guy. If only, if only Bob's basketball skills were. Yeah. <laughs> like holy shit we know this guy is really good at basketball anyways <laughs> guys that look like that just are good at basketball <laughs> guys that look like bob <laughs> just jumper <laughs> i'm like how did you sink that it was the baldness <laughs> it was the baldness uh yeah so this song heavy heavy bob dylan vibes on this one yeah for sure um, I could this is very much uh i would have I would have, if I just heard it playing out of context, I would have maybe even, that would have been my guess in the dark. I assume that it was Bob Dylan. I can see it. Yeah, I mean, it has that, like, that whole nasally thing. It just Bob has Dylan. the classic, again, singer-songwriter. Yeah, like, true. the Woody Guthrie's and the I was going to say, Dylan's. Woody Guthrie or Arlo probably being more uh, with it being a cleaner production, because I don't think Woody has anything that doesn't nope. sound like it's, <laughs> it's coming out through a gramophone when you listen to it, but... Stuff that uh, you put on if you're going to... Cosplay Fallout or something. <laughs> <laughs> we should just be in the middle of a rubble, this little old timey radio playing. Um, I was gonna say this album um, did actually chart number 12 in the country bluegrass genre. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was his breakout album, I guess. Like, uh, it was released on Hillgrass Blue Billy Records. That sounds 
hilarious. Bluegrass hillbilly. Okay, I, I, now I was like, what am I saying here? It's hillgrass bluebilly. Hillgrass blueberry. Yeah. So the album is hillgrass blueberry. Yeah, yeah. Number twelve in the Billboard magazine under the country bluegrass genre. Um, National Public Radio, CMT, and MTV both uh, featured both articles and tracks from the release. And the New York Times stated that this by Paul James, a one-man folk wonder, <laughs> as well as um, one of the top concerts of 2014 at the Pickathon Music Festival in Oregon. I can see why you just assumed you were Texas. This feels so Texas, too. I feel like right now I should just... Right. Have a ranch. Oh, as I was uh, talking with Ben earlier, this is some heavy uh, cultural appropriation. Yeah. This guy isn't from Tennessee or Kentucky. Yep. Yeah, we'll say, <laughs> I'm going to just say he covers the entire South. <laughs> is Texas the South? This is actually like a big oh, really? debate topic between yeah, a lot of people. Texas is just kind of Texas. So, are you saying everything right of Texas is the South? Yes. But not Texas. But not Texas. Like, what this, about part uh, of Texas? like the secession will never happen, but there's a reason that they always buzz about it because they are like their own. Texas is Texas. Well, it's because they do their. Well, I mean, we learned I that last winter. Uh, my Mexican family that lives uh, in Laredo, which is a border town, uh, my mom used to always say uh, they, they, they didn't say they were Mexican, they were Texican. Texican. <laughs> they were very specific about that. <laughs> um, so it's just, it, it has its very own, I, I mean, we all know. For better or worse, okay. they have their own identities. Yeah, right. <laughs> huh, weird. So, I mean, so are you saying no that Texas isn't South? I would say Texas is not the South, no. It's Texas. Uh, oh, you know what? Maybe you're right. I thought about it. About Sandy the Squirrel greater? would agree with this conversation, and I tend to go. <laughs> Sandy taught me all there is to know about Texas. <laughs> She's defending Texas, not the South. There's a, a YouTube reaction channel that I watch that is all about the South, and uh, they did the panelists draw what they consider to be the South. And there, there's a there's a little bit of leeway for uh, a few people like. Texas is like kind of the south to some people, and it's just absolutely not the south to others. I do love a song about dragons. Oh yeah, tell you. Yeah. Well, hold on. Before we, I want to, I want to have fun with this conversation, like he's having fun with this song, Dragons. This is just a fun song. Uh, so listen to this. But also, <laughs> Oklahoma though. That's Oklahoma's south. Oklahoma's not south. That's south. That's a uh, tornado alley. That's all. Uh, plain states. When, could, do, it when does it be start becoming south? That's, so it's like Oklahoma's like the Detroit Lions of the Midwest. They are technically a part of the Midwest, but really, who gives a shit, right? man? Right. <laughs> uh, uh, a great key to it is uh, the Southeastern Conference. <laughs> college much, much, it much the same way that comes the big, around to college football. Much of the same way that the Big Ten is the Midwest, uh, the SEC is the South. Now, this also like puts a hole in the Texas being Texas thing because Texas A&M is in the SEC. Oh my uh, God! Right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but they're a new addition; they don't count. Uh, but some people also roll consider, damn tide. <laughs> roll so. tide, damn straight. Uh, Never want to be from Bama until I say "roll tide," and I'm like, "That's the only time." I've got a corn <laughs> stalk in my mouth. <laughs> roll damn tide. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but is it Oklahoma in the SEC? Nope. They're not. What are they? They're Big 12. Wow. Uh, 
they couldn't handle the SEC sauce. That's why they're not uh, they're not in the also running them, for BCS. Also, anymore. them and Texas are like the rivalry. Oh. They're in the Big Twelve. Like oh, it, that's that's okay. the two things. For remember Sam Bradford? That was the last Sam time. <laughs> that was the last time Oklahoma was good. Uh, no. Uh, my guy, quarterback in the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah, he was yeah, Oklahoma. He was, I was going to say, like, I thought there was one recently. Yep. So they just need, you know, a uh, once-in-a-lifetime prospect to, like, bloom <laughs> and have one of the best college football And they're always winning seasons. the Big 12, so at the very least they can hang their hat on that. Right. Bit yeah. like uh, Ohio State, except Ohio State's actually good. Baker's still a little corny, but I, I, he's starting to come around for you. He's starting to come around for you. Browns might not be browning for a couple right. for a while, but some Browns thing will happen. It Baker will fall down does. a sewer well, and Miles. <laughs> I saw Miles Garrett dunking. He might decide he's a basketball player now. You know, didn't they just sign Jadavian Clowney too? Sure did. Yeah, he just he'll he'll get hurt. He'll yeah, he'll forget what team he plays for because he's played for twenty teams now. So <laughs> he'll go suit up for the Texans again for some reason. <laughs> it's like shit. <laughs> I let this team. Where does all the time go? That's yeah. what I'm always wondering. Yeah. I mean, this is just more reflection. I mean, I've been friends with you guys for like twenty years. Where's all? The time oh my god. Go? What the is fuck? Is it twenty man? years? I mean, I remember. God damn near. I was like, I think I think we're about fifteen. You and me. You I mean, all, our us, friendships could all you drive guys. by now. That's true. Friendships are driving, God. which that's scary. Watch out. Right. God damn. Minding your friendship might not be able to ride one on one yet. It might need a. <laughs> it might need a licensed instructor. Right. Right. Yeah. I was like, we're about. We're almost there. Because I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we met when we were 17. Yeah, just about. I was like, same for you. Just 17. You know what I mean? No, Paul McCartney. We don't know what you mean. It does all the time go though. It does. Like. And yeah, maybe this is like maybe this is why it makes it feel like a dad album because like a lot of it is reflection. Mm-hmm. Like I know I've said that word a billion times already in this whole episode, but uh, I also would like to know, um, Conrad, how old were you when you wrote this? Because he might be around the same, the same age uh, during this time. Oh, okay. Where you wrote this? So. Let's see here. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. Um. I doubt it's gonna miss that. Oh, here he was born in uh, 1976. So let's see, this came out in 2013. So he was 40. No, 37. 37. 37. Yeah, so. Okay, so shit. We're about 10 years away from that. Still believe in Jake. (laughs) I still go with Jake the dog. Always of 20s are for uh, regrets. 30s are for refinement. 40s are older than I ever want to be. <laughs> God. Uh, what I love about this is, like, this is kind of, like, the perfect uh, road trip in music. That's another uh, good, yeah, that's another good vibe. When, you, when you've got that just long stretch of... Especially uh, going through, like, Indiana and shit like that, yeah. you need you need guitar music. You yeah, need a sure. guy with a guitar. Mm-hmm follow you through there you can't you can't listen to anything lively and interesting it just doesn't match especially going through country roads and shit man. did you show this to jess yet uh i added hurricane to a uh, playlist that okay. we share so. okay dig it yeah, i hope she likes it no she'll love it. she'll love it yeah. this is extremely her shit yeah um my wife jessica my wife my wife 
You see, they released more Borat. I did. Um, still yeah. haven't watched it. Uh, There's yeah, more Borat? Borat too. Yeah, watch Borat too. Yeah. Uh, There's they, more Borat. The so oh you know God. when he camped in with those. What two, a transition. Those, so you know when he camped with those two guys. Yeah. Initially locked yeah, yeah. down all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You get all the footage of mm-hmm. him hanging out with them. Oh which wow. That that was fun. Um, Wait, before you go on, this next song, I like the intro to this song a lot. Well, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Here's the title track, well, the intro to the title track, but, like, it's super cool, especially, like, seeing it live, too. Like, I think my favorite recording of this song is actually, like, um, him playing it live, and I forgot what festival it was at. If you just look up There Will Be Nights When I'm Lonely on YouTube, you'll find this live version of it right away. And uh, it's just so cool, because, like, how he, like is in a weird like possessed state while he's playing this whole thing because like he's just making like is your chair okay yeah i'm fine is it broken nope i'm just bad at sitting are you sure yes i can get you another chair nope okay kevin's ass is so fat that it just (laughs) no it's good to have a fat ass okay um you know fat bottom girls make the rocker world go round. i don't have that all of all of the cheeks are going through all the slats um, Nicki Minaj is gonna put him in the next video. That's the big problem here. Kevin's fat ass is just oh, out of control. Kev- oh, Kevin's twerking right now. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Kevin, that is a fat ass. Like, I'm just- <laughs> Anyways, sorry. So back to the song for a second. Um, yeah, check it out on YouTube. Like, he does a really awesome, like, intro to that song where he's just like, feeling the music most of the time. He's like, oh, he's like making the noises. Like, so- like his noises are also very fun. Well, it's a very epic, like, I, that intro and that, I really do feel it. I yeah. feel like a really cool part's about to happen, like, Red Dead Redemption or something. Yeah. God, um, I it, should play this while I play that! Yes, it just, <laughs> it, it feels very epic there. I can tell, especially where he put in the middle of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can feel when he finished all this, he was just like, damn, I snapped. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck it up. Whenever you do a good song and you just go back, damn, I snapped. And uh, Kevin is still twerking. I just wanted everyone to know that real quick. <laughs> like, it's still showing off. Just can't stop. The badonka donk, jump the truck. So, I don't know. Do you have this on vinyl? I, I might. Because one of my questions is going to be, because this does end up dead center of the album does this close oh. the first side or is this open the second side you know what talk for a second I'm, i think i have it hold on so like that is an important this, question to ask because it, vibes it's 100 percent the vibes mm-hmm. and uh it so it isn't a themed elmer concept album by any means but like there are just running themes going through here and one of my favorite things with the uh, reemergence of vinyl records is people are taking a little more uh, time constructing their tracking order with regards to side A and side B. Yeah, yeah, I like, and it, it, it reminds me of how like the music hobby is becoming like if you're really into it. Musicians are really into it too. You can, you can get inside baseball like that. Um, I don't know where I was. You could always get inside baseball. Always music. get inside baseball. <laughs> because like that was one of my things. Always noticing back in the uh, CD days. Let me take you back here, kids. Back in my day, 
We used to buy CDs, and when you bought a CD, you had to convince yourself that you really loved the CD because you bought that CD, and you're only gonna get a dollar at most when you traded it back in at Disco Round. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, but, like, every song that you wanted to hear was in, like, the first three or four tracks, and then, like, the rest of the album was just filler. And now you get just, it's back to, like, it was in the 70s and 80s where vinyl cassette tapes, like, you had a whole second side that you could drop a couple tracks into that you could bury further down the album. And I know, like, it makes me feel good because with the streaming uh, renaissance that we're in, like, it couldn't very much just be like, yeah, we got three songs and then just the rest of the bullshit. Like, we aren't even caring about track order anymore. It's like, here are the three singles up top. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... What the, the... Yeah, navigating streaming is so much more different. Because um, then just think of like streaming all stars as like how slow like Little Nas X gets to like releasing new music. Like each song has a, its own life cycle because he's a streaming guy. So instead of being like, here's a bunch of my material, here's one song, hopefully it, you know, covers a ton of ground like Montero now did and. Uh, you know his original because there's been other ones that have been released in between that but they you know it's their strat his strategy that artist's strategy is much different than you know obviously the singer songwriter where it's i need to give you an experience where that's looking for short bursts of i'm trying to get in your head and not leave so you just play the song over and over and over and over and rack up the plays on it also that's why a lot of song run times in general like some of you know the catchiest songs now run two and a half run punk times Mm. we've been trained to like we've been trained long before that um or like uh just the even current song that i keep banging just because it uh you know it just helps with some of the things that uh my skeleton friend's working on uh four things it's Mm. a freddie Mm -hmm. gibbs and uh uh Big Sean, I don't really care for him, but sometimes he can give a good verse. But they have a song they did, but it's only at a minute and 45 seconds. So you play it four times, because... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To listen to it, so they get four plays rather than, you know, just the one play, because they made a song that they finish, you know, that all of its parts are finished in a minute and 45. Um, so... You know, I was about to have a hot take about this song. Of it being my least favorite of the album, I actually kind of hated it. Really? And then, like, in the minute and a half year that it's been playing, it actually just clicked for me. And I don't know. I get it now. I think it's much better as, as a chilling song rather than a solo <laughs> listen. This one I uh, smiled at, though, because I hear some Tom Waits in this one. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I was like, Ben, you dog. And it might help. I was going to say, like, the, the things that he does with his voice, some of the inflections that he has, and, like, some of those random noises that he has, where he's, like, growling and the shit like that. Lips, yep. Yeah, it's like, it's like scatting, but country. Um, Again, I like connecting all the genres. It's... Uh, rappers and are another guys yeah. that do cool ad-libs, and the ad-libs sometimes are why you're showing up, is just to hear them make all those random noises. Uh, Waits is a guy like that. And then, like I said, I just listened to this. So I was like, Ben, you don't. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's, I'm very, I'm not embarrassed, but, uh, 
But again, like, of course, it, I mean, he has to be from Texas. He's, he's speaking Spanglish. Yeah. Also, I don't have the album. I thought I did. I was going to try to order it, but I can't find it right now. So. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably doing it right. I have it on CD somewhere. I know. CDs? I, I know I CDs. Yeah. It was a while ago. He's nuts. He's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just like, I don't know. It's like he can... I like how he splits everything up where uh, he'll talk about some heavy things and then break it up with a song. Like, Dragons kind of like um, takes the seriousness out of... I shouldn't say takes the seriousness out of it, but I mean like kind of like lightens up the load of like the four songs you heard earlier and like this song kind of lightens up the songs of what you heard in between here and dragons and then uh it's shots and chasers right yeah pretty much pretty much i really feel like the again love iron song's a cousin to this like it has a right. lot of the same I have to, themes i have to listen to that then um, i feel like i have like that, i i think uh England Keep My Bones is a little bit closer to this one here because it's yeah. just got a little bit more production value going on with it. Also, it's a bit of a longer album. That's, if I have only one complaint about this, well, that's actually not even really that much of a complaint, but this is a long album, mm -hmm. 13 tracks and clocking in at almost an hour. Like, if you really want to uh, get to know this album, you have to invest the time with it. Yep. It's not something sure. that you're going to throw on in, like, one listen through. It's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna say like jamming this shit for the last fucking five years now. Uh, uh, this one's just my favorite song on the album. It's a very pretty song. Got uh, some uh, uh, Willie the, Nelson. Uh, yeah, yep. the Willie, yep. the slide guitars too. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say this is where it, like, like you said, this kind of like the what was it the, the procre procreation or was it fuck, appropriation? Appropriation. What am I doing? Jesus <laughs> procreation. Let's make some babies That's to this it. song. I mean, you could. I conceived you during the thirty-eight-year-old cocktail waitress song. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> what? Is my mom a thirty-eight-year-old cocktail waitress? Well, she was. Not anymore. Just very OC, very OCD parents. I mm -hmm. just, just mark down everything so they even know the exact time they conceived of their child. <laughs> it was this date. It was this fuck. This song was this on. Fuck. <laughs> Your dad came way earlier than I expected. I, like I told that. him to wait, and he said he wasn't waiting. <laughs> like no. Nope. Sorry. And I didn't talk to him for thirty minutes after because I was mad. <laughs> Made him sleep on the couch that night. <laughs> and then there you were. <laughs> so, pop. Uh, that's the sound they make when they come out, babies. Yeah, pop, pop. Yeah, for sure. It goes pop. Oh, it's... <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that was actually Kevin still twerking that made that sound. Fight <laughs> <laughs> <Right> back! <laughs> I slipped the desk. Someone call an ambulance. Oh, I'm still man. twerking through the pain. <laughs> like, he's still doing it. I'm like, he's got to show us. Remember when Paul Pierce got fired? <laughs> what? <laughs> For having, like, one really sad stripper on the floor. Oh, that's right. That video on Instagram. Oh, God. Kevin is falling over. Just, like, two really just sad yeah. strippers sort of shaking their ass behind him and... Wasn't he calling somebody? He's like, yeah, Rachel Nichols, roll through! <laughs> he was trying to fucking... He sexually harassed a coworker, uh, and then uh, had like what thirty people watching the live video. 
<laughs> he did it for like less than a hundred people. Wild stone too, just like yeah. so bloodshot in the eyes that there's just his like, hair was like were like awful. Paul Pierce famous for shooting himself. Oh my god, what brought this up? Uh he got a cramp during one of the Celtics playoff oh. games. Um, and he was wheelchaired he out of there, off. but he definitely shit his pants. Because he came back. <laughs> like, like Lamar he, Jackson that one time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now that's a good quarterback. Guy that could run to the toity and <laughs> unleash hell and come back and win you the game. But what I don't understand is why do they even hide that? Like, it's not that embarrassing. Everyone poops. Like, fucking... <laughs> you don't want the white pants <laughs> full of... <laughs> Brown? Oh, oh, I know, no, I know. Say that was the problem. <laughs> yeah, the James Harden even when he was. The Celtics were in all white that game. Like the pictures oh, no. are funny. Like he's getting wheelchaired back there. Oh no! So he's, so he's definitely trying to have like, his white that's, shorts. That's the big thing. Is okay, that, uh... fine. <laughs> I thought it was more like he had to take a shit, so he went back there and said he had no, a cramp. He, no, he shit himself. It was a big theater of him having a having cramps and getting. Uh, nixed out of the playoff game, but it's pretty obvious he was pooping his pants. I kind of want to... <laughs> uh, should we just roll through the last three songs here real yeah, quick to sure. uh, wrap up the album? Sure, yeah. So, I mean, let's get on to the next one, 40 Days and 40 Nights. These are five-minute songs here. Um, Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. Alibaba <laughs> and the 40 Thieves. Sorry, I think, I think That's it's right. a Jesus one, not a listen, Boys one. <laughs> listen to, listen to License to Ill this week. Nice, so nice. another good one. Still fucking slaps. Yeah, yeah, oh, fucking good. Um, I felt like this is a pretty good wrap up to the album too. The only, the only criticism I have is that "Sweep a Bitter Life" isn't the last song. Um, because I mean, if you guys go through this album anymore after today or whatever, uh, P "Pills Beneath Her Pillow" seems like a very weird. Like, not a somber note to go out on, but it seems like a very, almost mean sad. somber. <laughs> it is sad as hell. <laughs> sad as fuck. And honestly, I thought that there was a song coming after it. Yeah. When I got done to the album, I was like, Fair. oh, that's the end of the album? Oh. Still doing my garden, and I was like, damn, this one was a bummer. And then <laughs> it ends, and then I look, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay, 40 Days and 40 Nights is cool, because that's when you kind of hear, like, his, uh, his, um, his This voice. is a church camp, uh, song. This is, this is, you know, I guess. But then, like, when you get to, like, the meat of the potato, let me see if I can get to that part. Now, this this is a really... classic, like, Tennessee, Georgia. The, like, this makes sense. He just said South of Georgia. Yeah, you know. For... This makes sense as, like, a, a, a panhandle. Wait, wait, wait. There. Hold on. He's gonna do it. I think he's gonna do it. Maybe. I don't know. He does a lot of cool vocal things here, right? Man. Yeah, we're in the basement. Yeah, we are in the basement. In my basement. Man, come on. Do the thing. Do the thing. We're waiting for it. I'm going to do it only because you're listening. I know. I probably skipped over it. <laughs> Stop looking at my Pokemon cards. <laughs> the Slow King's awesome. I know. It looks cool. Yeah, he's cute too. Ooh, look at his Flareon. I think it's a newer Flareon. Yeah, for sure. 
interesting bridge toys. Also, I got this Japanese Rapidash Galarian one. And That's pretty cool. It's insane. Sign well. Yeah. Kabutops. I haven't thought about Kabutops in 17 years. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Oh, I think it's actually coming up. Maybe. Damn it. I hope the audience is just riveted. This like the sound, like I love that, like the, I love that shit. I know that took a long time. God damn! I think a lot of here. This is the most we've like listened to the song. I know your favorite acts do ad libs. Surge loves as ad libs too. He does. One ad lib I really like is ASAP Ferg's. Uh, it makes Hugo turn his head and come running from other rooms if I do it. It's uh, he does like a cuckoo, so it's like cuckoo. <laughs> so if I hear that, I do it too, and Hugo comes running in like, "What the fuck are you telling?" Holy shit! What the fuck? I don't know what it says in dog language, but every time he's like, "What cuckoo?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. So sweep a better life. I love this song. I really. I was. That would have been a cool ending to the album. And, uh... It just seems kind of like wrap everything up. Wraps everything up. Uh, this is another one that's got just big Bob Dylan energy. Big Bob Dylan, yeah. Also, I wonder if it's a label thing. of They wanted oh, so many minutes on the album. That could be it. I would say maybe, like, Pills Beneath Her Pillow is probably a bonus track. No, or it should have been a bonus track. Bonus well, track. It, it even just swap the positions of this right. with Pills Beneath Her Pillow. Like, but also, I'm sure, like, there's... There's probably some sentimental value to that too. Yeah. I guess yeah. I was like, he's the fucking writer. He fucking yeah. knows what he wants. So I mean, what, who are we to judge? This this section. Uh, we are podcast hosts. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're not. This section would uh, go great on uh, Last of Us. Uh, Sweep a better life. Game arm movie. Um, oh yeah, kind of. Last three in up. general. Yeah. Um, it matches that vibe a lot. The road. Or Mac McCarthy's The yeah. Road. So are you want? Are you shuffling God, my book? Pills beneath her pillow also reminds me of uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, Jesse's girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah. God! Oh, her face. Fucking, she's only in there a couple episodes. <laughs> Jessica Jones. Yeah. Oh, her. Supplies her. Yeah, nice. Uh, Rose. God, it's 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 What's right here. It's right here on the tip of my brain. Uh, what the actress's name is? Rose. No. Uh, she shares a last name with uh, the, the guy who died on the set of uh, uh, Eight Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Oh, yeah, that guy. He was a comedian? Yeah. Damn. Was also in, uh, who's the boss? I want to say the one he was in. Right. I don't remember now either. My old man brain keeps just wanting to Ugh. say, Greg Kinnear! Ugh. It's Greg not Greg Kinnear. Kinnear! What you really need to do is take the top off and get killed by Greg Kinnear. <laughs> <laughs> remember those cartoons, anybody? Or is that just me? It sounds familiar enough. Uh, Dr. Tran? Kristen Renner! There we go. Greg Kinnear. May or may not be James Ritter. John Ritter. John Ritter. Oh, R.P. Oh, man, these are Alright. You want some stickers? Okay, you can have a couple, yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, let's, alright. Let's wrap right, things up. Alright, let's do it, yeah. So, this is a great album. Loved it. Can I fade this out? Extremely Ben shit. Oh, 
fade out. Cool. That Extremely cool. Ben's shit, but also all of our shit. We yeah. all we all appreciate. I'm glad you guys enjoyed this album. We all appreciate a good folk, right? Uh, Singer songwriter vibes, just yeah. because it's what started it all. Right. It really is. It's what started yeah. it all. Um, yeah. So what I'm really hoping is, uh, you know, I it's, saw his tour coming through. Go one on. of the few things that America has provided the world is our folk music. It's yeah. pretty good. Um, the blues and rock in yeah, general. Yeah, for sure. We've done one correct thing. <laughs> That's it, though. Music. <laughs> sort of. like you music? <laughs> We're good at that. Uh, do not ask about anything else That's we do here. Do anything else, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that was our show. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you listening to us. Uh, that was There Will Be Nights When I'm Lonely. By Possessed by Paul James. Please check out Possessed by Paul James. He deserves all the listens that you can give him. All the money. Give him money. Jesus Christ. Um, and, uh, yeah, what's up? We're Not Exactly Radio. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff at Not Exactly Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at OEFBenny23. And you can follow Tony at Leftover Cruise. And you can follow Kevin at KGesme. Bam! Nailed it. I wasn't just like, K-Gesme 23, 21. No, no, no. Just k Uh Hey, what's up? It's Benny K and... Tony. Just Tony. Tony, just Tony. Kevin, thank you once again. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. All right, we're out of here. Bye-bye. I trust that you're